You are now tuned in to Poppy Chulo Radio, your web portal for the best in pop culture news and interviews. This is a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement. PoppyChuloRadio.com is currently looking to expand its web presence, and we're looking for your help. If you're a fan of Poppy Chulo Radio and its signature series, please visit GoFundMe.com slash PoppyChuloRadio and help us with our campaign. Every dollar amount donated will be improving the Poppy Chulo Radio experience and making it more interactive and user-friendly. We thank you in advance for your support. This has been a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement. We now return you to our regularly scheduled programming. The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Summer Camp, a PoppyChuloRadio.com and iTunes exclusive. PoppyChulo Radio, pop culture on demand. I'm your host and camp director, Maurice Skatewood. Tonight on Summer Camp, we're going to explore some of Hollywood's campiest flicks, cult classic motion pictures, and fan favorite films. Please welcome my co-host, the assistant director, and the hip-hop legend himself, Dead Lee. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? What's happening is the correct answer. You, you, <laughs> oh you, you ready? Starting with me already? You ready to ease on down the road? Ease on down. All right, our director of residential life, the man from the future, Legionnaire. Public office is the last refuge of the incompetent. <laughs> that is oh. the truth. Don't get me started because no true that is more true than ever. <laughs> oh, that line gave me life. So, ah, the artist known as Vanetta Berry and also our activity leader. What's happening, Vanetta? A teeny, a teeny, <laughs> a teeny. <laughs> Oh, and some yeah, hot and spicy as usual. Our head chef Derek Anthony, what you serving up tonight? 
on our menu tonight will be hot dogs with your choice of mustard or sauerkraut. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Vanetta thought that was fun. Like, really fun. It was really fun. She's the only, only one. Lines. You don't know the lines. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with you. Why you not laughing? That, tell, that kind of tells me everything I need to know about tonight, don't it? Uh, <laughs> that's okay. I got you. So, <laughs> I got to behave because we have a very special guest host tonight. Drum roll, please. We have the one, the only camp owner, Mr. Jeffrey Aruz, Puppy Chulo himself. What's up? Oh, oh, what I wouldn't give to be in shock. Just once. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So before we begin, here's one of our campers on our PA system with a few announcements on how you can interact with us via social media. Thank you for the intro and sorry for the microphone feedback. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash p-c-r-summercamp. Follow us on Tumblr, summercamp-p-c-r-dot-tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Poppy Chula Radio Summer Camp and subscribe. Now, grab some popcorn and some snacks. It's time for your feature presentation. Back to you, camp counselors. Oh, not again. Sorry for the feedback. Thank you. All right, it's time to fire up the film projector so that we can discuss 1978's The Wiz. Here is the official synopsis of the film. A crowded Thanksgiving dinner brings a host of family together in a small Harlem apartment where a shy 24-year-old school teacher named Dorothy lives with her Aunt Em and Uncle Henry. Extremely introverted, Dorothy is teased by Aunt M for never having been south of 125th Street, and she has delayed moving out to start her own independent life as an adult. While Dorothy cleans up after the meal, Dorothy's dog Toto runs out of, out of the open kitchen door into a violent snowstorm. She succeeds in retrieving him but finds herself trapped in the storm. A magical whirlwind made of snow, the work of Glinda, the good witch of the south, materializes and transports them to the realm of Oz. Hmm. Woohoo! Woo Sounds familiar! 
not heard of that story before. I oh, thought that happened so to a white girl. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she didn't do it with flair. Though. Oh, that is true. <sighs> oh. Yes, she was. She was a Caucasian American. Some some country white girl. That's what I remember. Mm. <laughs> All right, so let's go down the list and find out who has seen this before. Let's start with you, Poppy. I have a couple of times, but I honestly hadn't seen it since I was like 10. So I saw it with fresh eyes. I saw The Wiz Live, the the live NBC production, which is nothing like this. It was more sort of like uh, a... um, a retelling of like the Broadway version, so it was right. great to see this again. And, and uh, yeah, I saw it with fresh eyes, and I enjoyed it. All right, deadly. Fresh eyes, I liked it. But you yeah, never I saw? Would... Oh no, I st- I've seen this movie. This was probably about the tenth time. Wow. And anytime it comes on TV, I I've got to watch Michael Jackson. All right. Oh. I've got to watch Nipsey Russell. All right. I've got to watch Lena Horn. Hello. All right. She's like life. I'm going to call you Nipsey Hustle. <laughs> That's right. Tipsy <laughs> Hustler. Um, <laughs> Derek Eppity. Uh, I saw this movie at the theater when it came out. Um, I saw this movie the first time they showed it on broadcast television. And when they released it on VHS, I got the VHS. When they released it on DVD, I got the DVD. And now I have uh, uh, one on my computer. So I, and anytime it happens to come on, one time I stayed until two o'clock in the morning and watched it when I knew I had to get up at four to go to work. Oh. Um, Ouch. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, I've, I've seen this movie backwards and forwards, and I can turn the sound down and still enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> Legionnaire? Uh, I had only seen this movie in bits and pieces. Um, so this was the first time I actually saw it all the way through from start to finish. Okay. And, Vanetta, I'm going to ask you how many times you've seen it. <laughs> As many times as I have. Oh. Yeah, we're probably neck and neck on that. I have seen this. I saw it, let's see, when I was a kid, when it first came out. It was a family thing we we had to do. And then every time it would come on television. And um, when I was an RA, I would have whiz night and make my um, people at the dorm watch the whiz on TV. Oh, cool. Um, it was a awesome because it was all women, and they had never seen it because they did not grow up in that community. So <laughs> they were like, "What uh, is they this? Were Caucasian. Is that Michael Jackson?" Yes, those <laughs> people. It was very fun though, and they enjoyed it. And um, I have encouraged other people to enjoy the Wiz, and now my kids love the Wiz. So yeah. Two comments. A college having whiz night does not sound like you'd be watching The Wiz. And number two, I'd pay a good $5 to watch Derek and Vanetta watch The Wiz together. Well, they're going to 
review and recap it together tonight. <laughs> no, I'm saying, but I think it would be entertaining just to watch them watch the movie. Like, not watch the movie with them, but, like, watch them watch the yeah. movie. Yeah. It is very entertaining. We just sing, because we, we know all the dances, what? You gotta have space. You gotta have space to watch the witch. You can't yeah. just watch it on the phone. <laughs> so it's like Rocky Horror. You gotta experience it. So Legionnaire, Legionnaire, remember in January we were standing and that person thought we were twins? Yes. And we are twins because I had only seen bits and pieces of, of this movie. Believe it or not, I had never really seen it all the way through. So, um, some Caucasian American thought y'all was twins. <laughs> no, this is this is African American. So, yeah, <laughs> blind people need love too. <laughs> so, look, as long as look as long as somebody cute and good looking, I don't care. <laughs> you know, right? Exactly. <laughs> They could, they could say we're going to be a Legionnaire Twins. I'm like, I'm, I'm fine. I'll be okay. All right. So let's get into this cast. You know, a pretty, a pretty obscure, not very well-known, you know, group of people. But, you know, they, they try, you know. Um, Dad of Ross. Obscure. Have you ever heard of Dad of Ross? There's a, a little-known singer named Michael Jackson. And, oh, okay. Yeah. He's playing. Yeah, sarcasm. Hello. <laughs> he's, he's, he's on it. You know, you know, Dan Lee went ready to jump on me anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Dudley took his anti-sarcasm pills before I did. summer camp, and he forgot he has to take them after summer camp. Well, he forgot you're not supposed to drink when you take them. Well, that's it. <laughs> Now, I mean, I will say this. I, I, a lot of people may not have known who Ted Ross was because he came from the theater version. And uh, actually won, won a um, Tony for the role, I believe. Um, yes. And um, But we know Mabel King um, from several, at least two shows, she played the mama horn. Yeah, that's uh, my mama. That's literally that's my mom of the show. Was that Ted Lang? Did Ted Lang play the son? The the not Ted. Yeah, what was his name? That one from you the said Mabel yeah, King was from What's on, Happening. On that, she oh, was okay. from Mabel King is What's Happening. Okay. Uh, uh, Teresa Merritt is uh, that's my mom. Is that's my mama? Okay. And yes, Ted Lang was one of the was so, Clifton Davis's best friend. One of Clifton Davis's friends. Oh, that's my mama. That's my mama. And just and talking about my mama. Oh. And, and Nipsey Russell, I remember him mostly from, like, game shows. But, yeah, I mean, he was match also, game. Yeah. He was <laughs> yes. Love me some match game. He, he was a regular match game. Which they try to try trying to bring back with Alec Baldwin. It's okay. good. Don't judge and don't hate. It's nasty though. It is, and some people. It's always nasty. They just can. It's they too can nasty. It was always the word. nasty. It's the right kind of nasty. Yeah, they can actually say the word now instead of just inferring. Yes, and certain like people on this podcast have actually been to live tapings of it. Oh, cool. Ooh. So, not me, that was got, Derek. 
We got oh, Lena yeah. Horn, Lena Horn, and Richard Pryor. Ooh, I don't Lena know if I've heard, heard of any of these people, but... You better kiss her know. hand. And them cute babies. Those babies were so cute. Oh, oh, <laughs> Can you imagine going around going like, I was the baby number one on The Wiz. You're like, what? No, the baby that was a star. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> We're all those babies now. Grown oh. babies. So... As as kind of a newbie to this movie, um, I was kind of wondering how it would start out, like how it would, if it would be sort of like just like the other version, um, or um, or what? You know, I never read the books. Has anyone ever read the books? Uh, yes, I have. Now, how close was the? First, the 1939 movie, 38, 39 movie. How close were, was that to the books? Uh, the the books gave you a very, uh, a very more, much more fully realized world. So there was yeah. like mm-hmm. a lot of political stuff that was going on. And I mean, you got a really full, fully realized background of what was going on in this world so it was you know it it felt like the dorothy stuff was kind of incidental to you really knowing what oz was about so Mm -hmm. yeah i would say in that sense i mean if you read the book it'd be like okay what was this bullshit i was watching because it's right it's, it's totally different right that's interesting that's interesting it's like kind of like reading the um the narnia books yeah. 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 Yes. Exactly. You know, even though they've done some pretty accurate animated uh, sort of uh, versions of of the Narnia stuff, but the, the movies are not are not that accurate. So anyway, so um, I'm going to ask right off the bat who identifies with which character the most. I'm going to ask you, Vanetta, which character you either identify with the most or like the most? Um, oh, gosh. So for me, it's a toss-up. It's according to what I'm going through. I feel the lion so much sometimes. And then I also feel the scarecrow. So I go back and forth between those two characters the most. But my favorite songs come from, I think, the Tin Man's character because... That um, what would it what I could do if I could feel was the creepiest song to me because of the mm. the singing wall. Mm. Oh, yeah. the three girls looked like my cousin, and yeah. the whole every time I would see it, I'd be like, <laughs> I call my cousin, look, it looks just like you, and then we would like do the little action and we would like play it out. Yeah, so oh, those are my my favorites. Just the whole cast, just. Okay. I mean, what about Ross. what about you, Deadly? Mm, I'm Dorothy all the way. Dorothy. Yes, you would be. Really? <laughs> I just feel like I'm lost <sighs> in this world, easing down weird color oh. roads. We got but your back, Daddy. Yeah, but I made it past <laughs> one, 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 one,
Dark. I went to 125th in Harlem. Do you know what's there at 125th in Harlem? What? It's a good thing Dorothy didn't go. It was a Turkish bathhouse. Oh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, you eased on down that it. road? I did. It was really weird. It they was like my own. Oil it was did my they put the oil, run the oil down your back? Mm, the first time I went to New York. This, he uh, didn't answer. And, uh, I ended up at this bar, and then this blind dude. A blind dude tells me, you want to go to a bathhouse with me? I'm like, well, yeah, let's do it. And he led me. I let a blind dude lead me to this bathhouse on 125th in, Har- in Harlem. And uh, you know what's going to be a fun night. With the blind man is taking leave. <laughs> I don't know if the bathhouse is still there. I heard I heard it's gentrified. But, uh, it's probably a coffee oh, yeah. house. Most of Harlem is gentrified. It's probably a bathhouse mm. and a coffee house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if those walls could talk. <laughs> And, of course, I like the witch, too, though. There's something about maybe just a character. I love Mabel King from What's Happening. That's why I said that earlier. Hey, 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 what's happening? Right. You know. <laughs> she gave it so much energy. She oh, really yeah. did. I mean. I love her. Oh, it was so much fun. And what about you, uh, Derek? Eveline. Eveline. He didn't That makes sense, too. <laughs> makes perfect sense. Eveline. I have work, magic power. Work. I have magic power with a shade, and I don't like bad news first thing in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Legionnaire? Uh, uh, I would probably say if I had to pick one, it would probably be the Tin Man, because uh, he's deceptively uh, full of heart, and people don't realize it. And sometimes even he doesn't realize it. Right. Oh. A uh, crow number two. No, um, <laughs> I should probably, because of Poppy Chula, I should say the Poppy yeah, Girls. I know, right? <laughs> because of Poppy Chula, I should say the Poppy Girls. But um, <laughs> I'm going to go with the Scarecrow. Uh, just because, uh, you know, I, I love, like, whenever Michael Jackson sings, like, in the song, like, as a Scarecrow, it's just fantastic. Like, I love seeing Michael as a scarecrow. Like, I always, like, as a kid, the scarecrow was my favorite. And I, I loved, as a kid, Ease On Down the Road. Like, as a, as a child, that was, like, my favorite song. It was fun. I liked, I don't, I don't want to say I identified with him the most, but I, I really liked uh, Ted Ross as the lion. As, and as someone who hasn't, hadn't seen um, this movie before and you know he's in a movie with some big big names you know and he more than held his own and uh you know in some ways he was probably most more familiar with with with, you know i wonder how much of the broadway version of his character he brought to the movie but he he was just spot on all the time for me i love i love the way he uh he played the character um as far as identifying with the character, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm a little bit Dorothy and a little bit, a little bit Scarecrow. Not sure. That makes sense too. Yeah, because I don't. I don't really have a brain. So uh, there is one more character that I identify with occasionally. Yeah. 
And that's Toto. Because I just ain't got time for this shit. Toto. <laughs> he here. just ran off. I'm not here for this. I love, I love how Toto just kind of vanished every now and then. Okay, <laughs> moment. Oh, y'all leaving? Y'all ready to go? Okay, all right. And she was always yelling, Toto. Toto. But Toto would tell Put them. Put your dog on the leash. It wasn't like he was like running after something. Like, he, they, like, he never like barked and ran after something that was off camera. He, he just kind of was like, I'll be back. I see y'all in a bit. Hold on. I'm back. <laughs> you know, I'm going out. I'm, do, I'm going down the house to get some grape soda. I'll be back. You know. Um, right. I'll catch y'all when it's time to go to the next scene. Right. So, um, Venata, I'm going to. Uh, direct this one to you. Um, the costume design. I really enjoy the costume design. Um, so, because I've seen it so many times, I've really kind of deep dived into it. The fact that the lion is wearing an Oscar de la Rente suit yep. that has been, <laughs> it is a three piece suit with a vest and that's what makes the mane look really big and it like pops up the collar and you know he uses his tail as part of like you know he whips it around and stuff it is so amazing they really went in on that suit and then the whole like um the whole scene of you got to be seen in green you got to be seen in red that whole emerald city scene they filmed the whole thing with all the actors in white, and they just changed the light. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Y'all cheap right. as hell," but right. it still looked awesome. But it looked amazing. I, 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 I loved I, it. Well, first I have to say the lion's hair was laid. Okay, <laughs> there was one scene where he was singing. He leaned back, and his hair just it 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 fell back. I was just like. <laughs> I was oh. like, all right, come on, curls. Right. Yes. Well, I like the scene with the, um, it was early, it was one of the early group scenes when they had on like the purple, it was kind of like purplish color costumes. Was that right after they came out of the graffiti? Oh, yeah, the Munchkin. Yeah. That yeah, was an not. awesome scene too, visually, because they did everything in black light, which is really hard to shoot in. And you got black people in black light, mm. and they still managed to make it pop. That was really um, just technically for the times. There are a lot of things that are done really well on a very low budget, and then there are other things that I'm like, really, y'all, y'all didn't do that. So it's it's a fun movie. There were some things that they attempted. Like, I was, when I first saw the funnel, the tornado funnel, mm-hmm. I was like, I think they could have just, like, not done that and just had stuff blowing by or whatever. You know, kind of, you know, done like a snow globe effect type <laughs> looking thing. But um, I wish they had done the music from the uh, from the musical because the tornado has a song. In the yes. right, and it is a wonderful, wonderful song, and it was not here. Right, 
There's a yeah. couple songs that are there's a couple songs that are missing in the movie that were uh, in the stage play because actually the wizard has a song which I think they did yes, in the live does. version. Yeah, they did it in the Wiz the Wiz live version because I got into mm-hmm. an argument with somebody. They were like, they just make up songs for this. I was like, no, they're not. Nope, this is an original. So this is like, one no. of the original songs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, May I ask and a I was question. really mad once I found out Richard Pryor could actually sing. I was like, "Well, why didn't he sing the song?" Yeah, Richard Pryor used to sing his his mother. Uh, did his mother own a brothel? And uh, yep. he, yeah, he, yeah, he used to sing. Well, who knows what his voice was sounding like at that? No, point. no, no. There's video of him singing. In fact, in that time, he used to that. open. He used to open. Because he was, you know, a struggling artist. So he sang and did comedy. And he used to open for Nina Simone as a singer. And it was only because his comedy career took off before the singing career did that we got Richard Pryor, the, the comedian, as opposed to Richard Pryor, the singer. But he could actually sing. I wonder at this point in his career if, his, if he was... You know, what kind of shape was his... Was it before or after he was burnt, though? I can't remember. This is before. This okay. is before. May no, I ask a question? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So she's 24 in the movie, the character. <laughs> she's a school teacher, Poppy. <laughs> yes. Which I could buy that. I could buy a 24-year-old school teacher. How yeah. old was Diana Ross in real life? 33. Okay. Diana Ross she was 33. Allegedly. 33, but, the, but you know, she looked about 42. Well, it's because she didn't wear no makeup. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't put makeup on her. They, they were given kind of that. She was kind of a little bit stripped down. I thought she looked awfully thin. She yeah. was very thin. Supposed to, she was very thin. But that she was supposed to be simple because she was this girl who had Never ventured out, never did anything, and she was this wallflower. She didn't want people to pay attention. Yeah, to her. She doesn't go to Turkish bathhouses, right? Did you notice her <laughs> in the opening? First, can hit first. Can we talk about how much that apartment in Harlem would cost right now? <laughs> yeah, but did you notice when she, you know, when they were having when they were hosting the dinner, she was real she was in the background. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be noticed. I don't want to be paid attention to. Auntie mm-hmm. M brought this man in. Look, I shipped this man all the way from Lower Harlem for you. <laughs> right. You know, he's cute. He got a nice afro. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to take your coat. He did a nice afro. <laughs> <laughs> well, then one of the Osley brothers come. No, who were they? The Brothers Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say now because I noticed something new every five years when I watch this movie so for some reason I don't know why this has always slipped my attention I guess because I'm waiting for them to get to Oz um, like a couple of years ago I realized that low key Auntie M put her out the house yeah yeah she was yeah. like you she need to go ahead and do something she picked the fight with Dorothy and then she blamed Dorothy for the fight and then she picked the f- and then she put out the house. Auntie M's a bitch. She kind of is. <laughs> she kind of. That's that tough love, y'all. That's that tough love. She's trying to tell her you need to you need to do this. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna do it. 
Then the other nice, I'm going to do it hard. Give her some time, leave it alone. Mm. She said, I've been leaving it alone. You're 24 years old. You have cooked thir- after you have cooked Thanksgiving dinner for thirteen hours for forty people because they got forty people in that house. <laughs> that was at least. Is yeah. that the time of that conversation? Because I will be real honest, I didn't talk to anybody that cooked on Thanksgiving Day after we ate dinner because they were all in a bad mood. Mm. <laughs> well, with the eyes. She was not, and, and I was thinking though, Toto, Toto would have been all right, you know, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> ran out to, Toto would have been. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'll make it back. Anybody get called? Toto got fur. <laughs> she didn't grab a jacket. She grabbed the jacket. She didn't grab it. She was putting her jacket on to take the garbage out. Why she didn't take the garbage with her? She was still going downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did Toto make it back home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she is holding him. When oh, she was holding him. Was. Okay, yeah. yeah. Now, let's talk about her character design. Yeah, did it work for you? It didn't make sense to me. I know she's supposed to be this simple girl. It didn't make sense to you because she was Diana Ross, or it did make, just in general it didn't make sense. You know that could be a good. That's that's a good point. I was maybe maybe I was looking for something since everybody else looked obviously more costumey. You don't like a pleated skirt? Come on. I didn't now. want. I obviously I did not want her to have like plaid on. You know, I didn't want her to. Look, she had to. She had to look like somebody. You know, school teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I guess that's what it was. That I don't dress like that. Oh, that but what well. it might be is you seeing because I have this problem. There's a movie called Last Holiday with Queen Latifah and LL Cool J. I remember. And, oh Lord. Mm-hmm. And they work in a department store, so they have this. Not cheap clothing on, but you know, regular everyday clothing that is clearly tailored for them, but it yeah. still looks kind of everyday. But they look like Queen Latifah and LL Cool J, so it completely throws you off mm-hmm. because it looks like they're trying to be normal people. Like, mm. I remember that movie. They had her like it, it, they had her dress kind of like Lands and Eddie Bauer type looking clothes. For you know, because she worked in retail, and, right? Uh, and I think that, and I think that that can, having seen that person, you know, as they are, I think sometimes that can throw you off. Yeah. So maybe that what happened with Diana and the purple blouse and the pleated skirt. I think it bothered mm-hmm. me too, but I think it bothered me too because she she. It was something about the way she carried herself too, and then the clothes were very slumpy, sort of slumpy looking. So, I guess they had the effect that they were supposed to to have. Uh, but I, you know, I can't really say. But you know, that 1978—that was a pretty stylish time, though. Yeah, but again, yeah. she yeah. was a stylish girl. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and there were a lot of when you look at this movie. 
And I'm sure you have seen it multiple times. There were a lot of beautiful people in this movie. They mm. weren't the stars of the movie, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but there was there was some scenes, some of the crowd scenes where they were, you know, with, with these women would sort of, you know. I'm sure they were mostly dancers, but you know, where they would sort of peel out of outfits and stuff. Oh, and, and they would three things, There's three things in this movie that let me know I was a homosexual. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me rephrase it. There's two things in the movie that let me know I was a homosexual, and one that let me know I was a freaky homosexual. <laughs> uh, speak on mm. this. There is the Oz scene with the dancing and the colors. Because uh, I can point out almost each and every character in that scene. I know what dance they're going to do. Because that's just fucking fabulous. It was. And then there is the scene at the end, the brand new day scene when they come out of that shit and everybody is half naked. Right. And that that's really, really scene. excited me. But the other thing was during uh, the uh, Don't Nobody Bring Me No Bad News scene when Eveline pulls out the whip. For some reason, <laughs> that is like, <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea why. But as an adult, I understand it. It explains a lot. But even, even those scenes, like when they first get to Oz and those women... That were luring, luring at the what is it? What was it called? The poppy, the poppy girls. Oh, yeah, sorry. the poppy girls. I was just like, Dorothy, you better, you better get it together. Them girls are uh, bringing it hard. You know? <laughs> They're gonna make you run the streets. There were, there were a lot of like really beautiful, you know, uh, people in the, in the in the bigger scenes and stuff. So let's talk about the production, almost the choreography. Um, I. I'm remiss that I didn't look that up. Uh, who who did the uh, choreography for it? Uh, but what did you think of what did you think of the choreography? It was a, it was good. Yeah, yeah that I, was really I good. Enjoyed it. It's always when you do when you do um, big production numbers. Sometimes your eye will go to one person. Like I think that one. I, I think even in the big scenes, there were like lead dancers. Yeah, like, definitely the, the choreographer, the, the bald, the bald guy. Remember the bald? Uh, he was like one of the first people to peel away his, uh, his, his, uh, his ugly suit. His mm-hmm. ugly suit, and I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and that, that was another scene when I was like, they are fierce underneath all that shit, you know. Right? So, you, and, uh, wait. Do you know that those were Alvin Ailey dancers? Right, that's what I was uh, the Yeah, they were like yeah, so amazing. They were but absolutely he, amazing. But wasn't he, wasn't he, like there was a lead dancer in Alvin Ailey. He was bald and, 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 um. Very well-known dancer. I wonder if that was was him, you know, because I just remember him. Uh, you know, he was so beautiful. You know, the, you know, as dancers can be, and um, in a lot of the scenes, he would be the in the scene he would be the lead dancer. So I'm, I'm wondering if he was uh, the, the, choreographer. the the choreographer is usually 
in the front and they usually stand out. Um, everybody is familiar with the, the, the thriller video. Right. The part where the zombie stands and there's the zombie in the blue dress that clearly mm-hmm. stands out. She was yeah. the choreographer for that. For that dance. Which is why she, which is why she's a in the front next to Michael, and b why she clearly stands out in that dance. And it's like just, everybody else is kind of taking their lead off of her. Right, just like in Thriller, the choreographer was uh, in that in that scene as well. And the guy in in the in the is in he the, having a stroke, or am I having a stroke? In the um um. The actor from New York Undercover was uh, also in the Thriller video. I forget his name. Malika, you talking about Michael DiLorenzo. Yeah, Michael DiLorenzo. Yeah, a different video. He was. He was in. Uh, he was in Thriller. No, he was in. No, he was in Beat It. No, he was in Beat It. Beat It, Beat It, Beat It. Thriller is the one with the spooky stuff. Which was not. Yeah. Right, he was in Beat It. He was in Beat It. And I yeah. always wonder why he didn't like, like he never seemed to do anything that had anything to do with like singing and dancing. After that, I, I never saw anything. Just, just saw New York undercover. He was in Fame, also. He, he was in fame. fame. I remember. I remember that dancing. So I guess his background was more dancing than sort of singing and stuff. But well, you know, in the old in the old days, you were supposed to be multi talented. Right. It's only now that people are getting by on pretty. But in well, the old days, you had to be able to bring more than one thing to the table. Well, look, in the old days, actors of color couldn't say, oh, I only do this or I only do that. I don't do TV. I only do movies. It was like, you get where you, you know, you get a gig where you can get it, you know. So that's why, you know, you have people like Sammy Davis Jr. and these different actors, they, they sang, they dance, they, you know, whatever, to keep themselves in the in the public eye. Plus, they were multi-talented, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when you look at this cast, I guess, you know, Donna Ross may have been the one, I mean, because she really was just, she really was mainly a singer. I mean, her acting chops came out, I think, in other other things, but I mean, she was primarily known as... Well, this was actually the last movie she ever did. The Mahogany Reach was like in 1970. Oh. When was Mahogany? 74? 70? Somebody. Oh, Mahogany. Mahogany. Oh, Mahogany. Yeah. But I mean, Michael Jackson, he always danced. I mean, I remember when, I mean, he was really little. I mean, danced like James Brown and and, uh, you know, so he was always a dancer and a singer, you know. Um, I wish I knew more about Ted Ross. After after watching this movie, um, he was on an episode. I, I was, I was, uh, Ted Ross played on an episode, a couple of episodes of A Different World, and mm-hmm. he was... Um, Denise's advisor when she was ready to quit school. Yeah. So my my kids were watching yeah. a different world because they're like, "Mom, I've never heard of this. This is amazing." So we're watching it, 
and I had to pause it. I was like, oh my God, do you know who that is? And my daughter's like, he looks familiar, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's the lion. And she got so excited because then she was like, yeah. Aww. But yeah, that that was the last thing I remember seeing him on. That was in the 90s. And then he, he died shortly after. So Yeah, because that was his, uh, yeah, because he originated that role on the Cosby show, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because he yeah, I think he, he was, he was one of the right. He came to visit and was one, you know, during one of their card game nights with his father, with with Cliff's father. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there was a, and then he also appeared when when um when they visited Hillman. Hillman. Yes, Men. they did. But now, uh, what did what 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 do your kids think about the first season of A Different World as opposed to the rest of? Um, so my, my daughter binge watched it and she was like, so I don't really understand why these characters never came back and she's like, Marissa Tomei, come on. <laughs> she's like, there was a white girl and she just disappeared. I love Marissa. She's like, she got really into Hi. the Dwayne and Whitley storyline. So mm-hmm. she was okay with it. But she like Cree Summer basically took over Marissa's spot, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. She did. Yeah, cool is version amazing. of Marissa. But so. nobody took over Millie's spot and nobody ever mentioned her again. I, <laughs> I thought that was horrible. I love Millie. <laughs> I mean, she and Ron were actually dating. And then Ron became this player. The second season, Ron all of a sudden became this player. Right. All of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Vanessa Williams' character? Not Vanessa L. Williams, but Vanessa Williams from Melrose Place. And so not the real one. Dark skin. Well, no, right. but, but dark skinned one. Vanessa yeah. Williams is a fierce actress, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Soul Food. Which one? The TV series. Not that Vanessa. <laughs> but yeah, but she was on there. She always played this. She played mean. She played this mean little character um, on a few episodes. A lot of people came through that show. But um, yeah, I was she- trying to look at this movie uh, and maybe see if I saw somebody that wasn't famous then. And recognized, but there was so much makeup and costumes going on that I'm sure. Robin Givens you know, was in the in the first scene. And the, who? Robin Givens. She was, in one, she was one of the... Um, the people that came to the house party for Thanksgiving or whatever. I gotta go back and watch it. You was may she... not ever see her. How old was she? Do you know? She was young. So she may have been her, one of the. It was her kids. very first. It was her very first on-screen show uh, showing. So she didn't even have a speaking part. Oh okay, okay. Mm. I just remember her from like the really old um, PSA commercials for not smoking. And and they would sing that song, you know that song, moving in, moving out, disco lady. Except they said, "Don't be a dragon lady," like puffing on a cigarette. And it was Robin Givens. I think she might have been a teenager or something. But that's like the first thing I remember ever seeing her in. Mm. And then, and then after that, it was like the head of the class show, and then she kind of blew up after that. But, uh, 
But yeah, I was looking for people that I might recognize, but I mean, you know, there was so much heavy makeup and costumes and stuff. And I think most of the extras were were actually dancers. You know, didn't you think Michael yeah. didn't need all that makeup? I really didn't like Michael's makeup though. Just bothered. he kind of looked like the guy from Mask. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, I, I was like fiending for some like Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> because he's got the Reese's, Reese's peanut nose. butter cup wrapping as a nose. The only thing that I thought um, deadly is that maybe it, his his facial makeup made him look a little feline. Like um, he he looked a little bit more uh, raggedy Andy than Scarecrow. Like, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But. Um, but I, I love the way you know Michael Jackson. He can move like nobody. You know, I love the way he was. He moved, even when he was just walking. Um, and there was some little scene at the end where he did his little, uh, his you know his kind of. He didn't grab his crotch, but he did his little spin and stuff mm-hmm. like he used to do. You know. I but, read that it could have been the other person they were thinking it's getting was JJ Dynamite Walker. Ooh. I'm glad no, they didn't pick him. Wow. I don't know. Can he sing? I don't know if he could sing. But he, no. But he's skinny. No. The You Can't Win song was not in the original. No. I love hearing Michael sing. Like, just sing. Because people forget Michael sang. When he was little, a little kid, and he sang like, um, I mean, he just sang like his voice didn't sound like an adult because it was so high. Then, mm-hmm. But I mean, just even all, all those songs and stuff, I mean, he carried like Jackson 5 vocally. Um, it was just amazing. Like, I, I was talking to somebody recently, I was on a gig, and I was talking to another violinist. And they were talking about where his where where what happened with Michael Jackson. I said, well, if Michael Jackson played the piano or the violin, someone would have taken him under their, their wing and and nurtured him, you know. Mm-hmm. But with with us, like when we excel at things that we're expected to excel at, like singing and dance. Oh, it's all natural. It's not hard work. But I mean, those boys were worked to death, you know. You guys didn't think think of uh, the bad music video when uh, that scene with the tra- the so those support columns attacking. That was their Scooby Doo video uh, music montage moment, you know. Those two uh, orange things always scared me as a kid. We had to fast forward it when uh, my kids were young because they would they would literally just cry. And those trash cans was, scared them too. Yeah, the trash nope. can, the whole that whole trash can scene where it was attacking them, and and the scarecrow <laughs> got his arm stuck, and mm-hmm. and he was like getting eaten by the trash can. Like my kids were just like terrified, and See, none of that bothered tears. me. What bothered me was those two orange clown looking things. The puppets it grew. And yeah, because they grew and just the way they moved and everything. I was like, no, I can't fuck with them. <laughs> well, but I guess you know, I was it reminds saying... me of those wavy, those wavy guys that you know, mm-hmm. like the blow up doll that things. That's what I'm talking the... about. Yeah, yeah, the they freak me out. Yeah. Uh, 
That's interesting. I don't remember as a child being scared of any of it, but I, and like in rewatching it, the graffiti kids, like before, I guess the lights turned on, like that shit was creepy. Like they looked like they were like the grudge. Apparently she was creeped out by it. (laughs) She should have been. That was a, I really like that scene. That scene, it, it. Uh, the the chase scene it reminded me straight oddly enough it reminded me of like you said especially when you said Scooby Doo when they would have the musical montage when they're being chased but that yeah. took me, but that took me to uh, Josie and the Pussycats because they did a lot of those of course in that show yeah so yeah. I, and and yes. uh, and that song Roadrunner stays in my mind whenever <laughs> I think of those kinds of scenes Ugh. but it was but very it was, cool. It- it was very interesting. I, I don't know. Um, like, I look at some of the, like, um, Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb, and I guess maybe this movie is more considered a classic by African Americans. You know, I mean, I... I really, I mean, you can you can say certain things about the special effects or, or whatever, whatever have you, um, but did people think that it was like treading on hallowed ground to do this or something? I don't know. It it, it to me, I thought it was very and and you know I don't usually give myself away early on, but I thought it was very well done. You know, um, of course, there were some things that were a little look janky, but the original movie was a a magnificent failure when it <laughs> came out. The original Wizard of Oz was not a success when it came out. Mm-hmm. So, Neither was this. You no, know, yeah, yeah. This this know. gained its but, footing long after it was released. You know, but when you look at the level of talent that was you know brought together for this i would have liked to see richard Pryor. i don't know i just felt like something like he was limited because what, what was this movie rated g yep and which i thought was funny because you had people running around with them, dancing around with their asses out but hey. yeah mm. you know but it was but it was but it was dance and artistic so it was okay what? well there's yeah. that it, Hey, if it's Alvin Ailey, that's artistic, right? There, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, those days. No, I, I get you with that though. There's something about Richard Pryor that was lost with me in this movie, and I, I've know, never it, been like a big Richard Pryor fan. I, I didn't didn't get him. Maybe it's before my but time, it but it wasn't necessary to have him in this movie. Yeah. Right. I, I think, I, yeah. I I think that's what it felt like. It felt like he was just he was a name, and we yeah. didn't, and we didn't get like. We didn't get Richard Pryor, right? Because he could. You couldn't have a rated G movie. You couldn't get Richard Pryor. You, you got a version of him that was like so watered down mm-hmm. that you're sitting there thinking, what would what, what, what Richard Pryor had really said about killing Evil Dead? You know? <laughs> you know? What, they should have gotten that. They should have gotten it. You know, kill that bitch. What if they only got him so they can, so they could have a giant Richard Pryor head? Because that was mm-hmm. pretty cool too. That was very cool. That was. I'm not saying I did. I, I'm not saying I 
disliked him. I just I wish that he could have been a little more. You know, there's got to be some funny outtakes in this movie. I hope that surface. You know, but um, but yeah, it, it was funny. I loved Nipsey Russell in this. I really did. I loved. He was I loved, hilarious. He was so good. And he had all the like. The good one-liners between him and and Michael Jackson had a lot of the good ones. Slide some oil to me, His name being oh Fleetwood Coop Deville. Man, Fleetwood (laughs) Deville, that shit was funny. (laughs) He said because my mama had high ideals. My mama had a high (laughs) ideal. And was he wearing stacks? Yes, he was. He was wearing heels. Yes. You know what, um, Papa, you're you're a little you're a little young. You know what stacks are, right? No, stacks were like in the seventies. Remember the guys that wore the thick, the thick heels, but it wasn't just a back heel. The sole of the shoe, front of the remember shoe. Remember the theme in platforms? Yes, yeah, they're like platforms. Like you gotta have the fish tank in his shoe. Oh, okay. Yeah, but black folks, they black and Latino folks didn't call them platform. They, they called them stacks. Stack them up. They were called mm. stacks. I have a question, guys. That Coney Island, since he was in the Coney Island, is that the same area where the Warriors ended up? Is it the same place? That's a good question. That roller coaster. I've got to check it. Let me Google. Probably. Hold on, kids. Because that's I'll get back to you. While while Deadly's the mood, like when they do the cooking segments, while Deadly is looking that up, um, (laughs) did anybody have a favorite set or a favorite sort of image? My favorite image is the. after, After all four of them are together. And they're crossing the bridge Mm -hmm. and the. The Yellow Brick Road is zigzagging all through the city and everything. And the reason why it's my favorite image is along with having watched this movie five million times, my parents had to go out and buy the soundtrack for me. And it was a double album. And so the album cover used to flip open and on the inside was that image. Mm-hmm. And I wow. stare at that for hours while I listened to the album. I, I brought that up because that's exactly what I was thinking of. That was my favorite image in the movie was that winding yellow brick road. Yeah. Winding through the, the apple city. sun I, was I just, weird, though. Yeah, the apple thing was kind of... Mm. You know, I was sitting there thinking, mm, is it a gala or a Fuji apple or a gala apple? But that, <laughs> that road, the road twisting through that, I just thought that looked so cool. Mm. Yeah. It looked so cool. That's it, my it favorite image, too. I love that image. Although I, I did also like when Diana Ross fell when the lion popped out. Because <laughs> it just... I was like, did she really throw herself down? Like, that was... I liked it. I liked, I liked watching Eva, Eveline twirl her dress. That just... That gave me life. Yeah. She was so good. You know, these women, they play... They <laughs> played sassy. Over and over again. They play sassy mamas, but you, you didn't get the full extent of their talent on on these network television shows you know no and what's happening she she was barely in it like she was always leaving to work or, like, or about she, she, yeah she was just tell like roger or, or uh, the little girl you know don't be doing this don't doing, don't be doing that mm-hmm. yeah d Ooh, mama gonna 
Mama gonna be mad. I'm gonna tell mama. <laughs> <laughs> she was something else. And then, right, she was either like, I'm going to work, y'all better do this, or I'm, I'm, I'm going upstairs, my feet hurt. You know, it was never like... <laughs> or she would squeeze the life out of Roger. That's about it sometimes. Right. And then by that third season, she wasn't showing up at all. No, that's right. She left. Mm. Oh, by the third season, she had moved away or something. And Shirley had moved into the house. Uh-huh. So, uh, oh, by the way, it was Coney Island that was in the Warriors and where the Tin Man was over there. Okay. 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 Warriors. I think that I like I like the Tin Man scene um, visually, even though that those wood carvings did kind of freak me out because they just was wood and then they would sing. But, um, like his stories about being a seat cushion for teeny yes. made me giggle so much. And it was always my favorite part of the, the, the movie. And I would always go a teeny, a teeny. <laughs> so then I met a, my oh, first friend oh, from oh, college. was was there a double on top? I always do that to her, and she gets so mad. It was funny. I don't like. I just love all of that. With him, was there a double on top with him talking about how he how he ended up in a position that he <laughs> that he had assumed had, all too many times? Yes, right. <laughs> I was like, okay, he was y'all. emasculated by a TV. Think of Teeny. Think of Teeny. Wasn't he giving you steampunk before? Mm. Yes, before it was cool. Yeah, Mm. he was giving you steampunk, as we call it. I don't know if there's a new genre of fantasy uh, written by black authors, and they call it steampunk, not not steampunk. But mm. he was definitely giving you giving you that. You know, I loved his costume. It was my favorite. One of my favorite. Uh, it had a beer can on one arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the color palette I loved too. You know, I, I love I love that. You know that the orange. Let it be a little copperish. Mm-hmm. Instead yeah. of going silver, like right. I need to do silver. We got brown skin. We could do this differently. And I like that idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Solid gold dancers. That's what they look like. Yeah. Yes. So let's talk about awards. Wait, can I ask a question before we move into that? <laughs> After not seeing it in a long time, I didn't like the ending. Because it just After sort of ends. After yeah. Eveline, the ending kind of falls flat. Yeah, because I was like, I was really curious about, like, as an adult, like, watching this, like, I was kind of curious about the family drama. Like, mm-hmm. are they going to reconcile? Can she stay? And then, like, because I, I'm curious about time travel and that kind of thing, like, how long was she gone? Was it, like, <laughs> was it just an instant? Is she back the same day? Like, I was just... <laughs> I was curious. I still had questions. Well, they and a lot of, and what a lot of stuff up to a I mean, What's going on? And I was waiting for the whole, and you were there, and you were there. Right, right. They yeah. skipped that, that part of it. Um, yeah, it kind of just ended, but, you know, 
Yeah, it was. It was. Kind of, I didn't have too much of a problem with it, though. No, it just like I said, the ending just kind of after after Cheetah drops them off, everything from that point on just kind of okay. Well, we've reached the end of this adventure. Yeah. Um, you know, you get you get Glenda with that fabulous "Believe in Yourself" song, in which you right. hear that there's pretty much nothing you did you don't think you can't do by yeah. the time. Lena Horne. <laughs> um, good enough to help your friends find what was. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. oh. Shout out to Lena Horne talking to us yeah, from beyond yeah. the grave. Mm. I know, right? <laughs> um, when so I was what? five, when when little story, when I was five, my mom had, and we had seen this movie already a couple of thousand times so anyway we're at the store and there's this big man with the glasses and a big full beard and i was like mom it's cheetah from the whiz and (gasps) i said it really loud (laughs) she was so embarrassed and she was like i guess he could kind of look like that but that's not nice he got (laughs) so mad he's like huffed off and I just didn't even understand why that why he was so upset because I thought it was the coolest thing ever because I thought you know the flying monkey was nice in the end but yeah that was that was my little weird story from when I was a kid so they were, I love this movie so much so they had technology in Oz but they were so impressed by a hot air balloon that they made him the wizard but they had motorcycles <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's that whole thing of like if you've never, walk. yeah, it's the whole thing if you've never seen it before. You're like, oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. All right, you had a mic that could walk and a camera that could walk. Right. Yeah, you don't have that. We would think that was interesting if a mic walked up on us, or if mm. a garbage can was trying to eat you. Mm. <laughs> I don't think I'd be impressed by a garbage can okay. trying to eat me. <laughs> Well, in, in, in New York City, people have been found in dumpsters. <laughs> <laughs> in Coney Island. Right. Mm. Okay, y'all. Let's talk awards. We have one. Actually, this was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Cinematography. And... Also, an Academy Award for Best Art Direction and Set Direction. I could definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Um, another Oscar nominee, Best Costume Design. I can see that too, because they they really they really had to create a world. You know, um, even even with using New York City as a as kind of a backdrop, they did they couldn't rely on you know like period costumes or anything like that. They had to create everything. So mm. I could definitely see that. Um, also another Oscar nomination for uh, Best Music, Original Songs for and uh, Adaptation or Best Adaptation Score, Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones! Yeah, um, who appeared very briefly in the movie. Yes, he did. Academy, 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 Academy,
Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror, Saturn, the Saturn Award nominee for Best Fantasy Film, Saturn Award nominee, Best Actress for Diana Ross, Saturn Award nominee, Best Supporting Actor, Michael Jackson, Mabel King for Best Supporting Actress, Best Special Effects, Albert Whitlock. It sure got nominated for a lot of things. It didn't really... Okay, it did win an Image Award for Outstanding Actor in a Motion Picture for Michael Jackson. That makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they wanted him to come and perform. Oh, uh, well, that makes sense, too. <laughs> but, uh, no, he was, he, he was good. Uh, all right, so let's give out a few of our own awards. The Poppy Chilo Journey Back to Oz Awards. All right. I didn't think I would have to use this one tonight. Any other other <laughs> but there actually was some nudity in this movie. I was I I've been waiting for this one. <laughs> oh my gosh. The best use of nudity. <laughs> the lion. Because he was nude the whole movie. Oh, he's being cutesy. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> he's being <What>? cutesy. <laughs> what was the shadiest moment? What we just had. <laughs> Anything coming out of Eveline's mouth? The shadiest moment was when Eveline got flushed down that toilet. That was wrong. That was bad. <laughs> she, when she went for those shoes and her fingers curled back, I was just like, ooh, that hurt. That looks like it hurt. She was, she was a mess. Talking about her sister was a saint. <laughs> Now, my, seen, you've seen The Wizard of Oz, right? Yeah, I have seen that one. Okay, so <laughs> did you notice the, the, the big, the, did you notice the change? The food, the shoes were silver instead of ruby? Right, yeah. Right. Yeah, and that's actually how they are in the book. Yeah, they were originally, they were. They're actually silver. Oh, that is very interesting. They did ruby in the movie, they did red in the movie because it showed off better. Yeah, because it was color. Yes. Well, since this this is a musical, we can use the musical awards. What was the best musical number? Ooh. Oh, it's, it's, for me, (laughs) it's, it's, it's hard to say. It, for me, it's brand new day. Uh, Nothing, a close second is, uh, Lena Horn, Believe in Yourself. Believe in Yourself, come on. Yeah. Because I like the I like the whole production around Brand New Day, the dancing and uh, I mean, and, I, and like I said, as close, a very close second with with Lena. I mean, just, the, just the ease on down has got to be the main song, though. Uh yeah, but that yeah, was just I okay. love ease on down the road. I liked it, but you know, to me, that was just I mean, that was it's what I would have expected from Michael. So I I enjoyed it. Yeah, but but it didn't it, it wasn't as impactful for me as that whole production towards the end. What about the Emerald City scene? Yeah, I was going to say, I like the production numbers, like, like in the sweatshop, and mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. work, work, work. <laughs> All lunch hours are canceled. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I did get a little uh, get a little tingle in my nethers when she started cracking that whip, but mm-hmm. that's, that's a different, oh. that's a different that's a different conversation. Ooh, not another, another tingle. I Sounds think that Brandy Day was awesome 
for so many yes. reasons. Yeah. And then, know. like, you could feel the Luther all through it. And I you really know. could. Yes, thank you. Yeah, that that's true. That, that, that is true. My, Michael Jackson's first song. You can't win. You can't win. Mm -hmm. He seemed like he was seeing it very in the style of Stevie Wonder. That's what kind of fascinated me about it. Like it was, it was his voice, obviously, but the way the way he was singing, it just reminded it reminded me of of Stevie Wonder. Like to hear Michael singing like that, it was it didn't sound like his usual style, right? You know. it, it well, that's so you're doing a soundtrack for a movie and not but doing was, your. I, but I loved it. I was I was fascinated by it. But, but you know, just being just being like a huge fan of, of of Stevie Wonder's voice, and Michael was a good mimic of other people singing. A lot of people don't realize like when he was young and he would he would imitate James Brown and he would do the baby baby baby, you know, yeah. and when he was singing. Because he couldn't really move, and he had to sort of, it was all in his voice. I was like, wow, he's really kind of, he's kind of channeling a little bit of Stevie Wonder with his vocals. I, I really liked it. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying it was derivative. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't know if anybody else noticed or, or, or you guys who've seen it a million times probably just like it's Michael Jackson. <laughs> but, uh, but I loved his song. I really did. I really loved. I really loved. I miss hearing Michael sing as he got older. Yeah. Some of his music was less singing, you know. And I really, I miss that, you know, in in some of his later music. Um, you rock my so, world. Yeah, yeah. But it's hard. It's hard for me to pick. It's hard for me to pick. Yeah, it, mm. it's just that. Yeah, I grew up with this, and it's just hard for me to. Yes. Again, I think I like the production numbers the best, and I can't figure out which one. Yeah, the individual songs were were great too, but I think I like the the production numbers the best. But I can't really pick which one was my favorite. Because here's the thing for me. Each a lot of the songs have an emotional response to them. Um, yeah, Brand New Day is just fucking amazing. But Lena Horn singing If You Believe mm-hmm. is amazing for a That's whole everything. different mm-hmm. reason. Yeah. Yeah. Of amazing. But even uh Don't Lose the Feeling that I right. am saying at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. It 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 ha- it touches me in a place because I remember those types of Thanksgiving dinners where everybody was shoved in this ro- where in two rooms actually because if you pay attention the kids are in the room all separate the kids room <laughs> yeah and it was the kids room because the kids the kids were sitting at one table and it was like three teenage boys sitting on the couch like like Toto I ain't got time for this shit right <laughs> yeah. um. Yeah, so that has a whole emotional response to. And then there's a song called um, shit, I always forget the name of the song because they don't actually play the whole song. Um, uh, it is Dorothy's song. Uh, is is this what feelings get? And they didn't play the whole song in the movie but it was on the soundtrack. But they do play the intro of it. 
Mm -hmm. um, after she talks to the wizard, when they are when they are uh, focusing in on the hotel that they're staying at, <laughs> and just the intro to that song is just it's cosmic and hypnotic. The, the motel, the the what do they call it, the Emerald City Motel. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, the no, the no motel. All right, yeah, baby. Well. Can I say I wish that I had a Lena Horn Christmas tree topper? She would have looked good on top of a Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, Poppy. She would. She looked cute. You press a button, she starts singing to you about believing in yourself. <laughs> we'll, That's we'll, have to, we'll have to work on that let's rate this movie on a scale of 1 to 10 I feel like we should do something different than marshmallows this week what would you like to do Emerald City Jockstraps <sighs> let's do Emeralds <laughs> why are you trying to ruin my mind let's, let's, let's do let's do let's do let's do, let's do Yellow bricks. We could do. I smelled bricks. some of those at that Turkish. Okay. Oh. We can do yellow bricks. Vanetta, we're gonna do yellow bricks. Oh, yellow bricks. Vanetta. I love that. And since it was your idea, let's start with you on a scale from one to ten. Well, I love, 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 love this movie. So it gets all of my bricks. All ten of them. Oh. Vanetta okay. Berry's a brick house. Ow. <laughs> She's a brick. <laughs> mighty, mighty. All right, Legionnaire. Oh, I am usually very tough with stage and Broadway productions that are made into films. So I have to say, I did go into this with a heavy bias, but Michael gave me life. Mabel King gave me life. Lena Horne gave me life. Brand New Day gave me life. So I am going to easily give it nine and a half. All right. And let's go to Jeffrey Arus. Alright. I thoroughly enjoyed rewatching the movie after having not seen it in a very long time. The production values were great. The costumes were awesome. The music. I mean, the music. Phenomenal. So, the only thing that I would dock it for is the ending. Because I wanted more. And I wanted answers. And I have a list of questions. <laughs> so I will go and find uh, Mr. Barry Gordy and I will ask him these questions. So I give the movie nine beautiful, shiny, golden yellow bricks. All right. And Mr. Deadly. Well, I'm kind of in the poppy camp because, uh, I think I love the whole movie, except for my only letdown is the Wiz, the actual wizard. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. The man didn't do it for me. I feel bad, you know. Rest in peace, Richard Pryor. He didn't bring you to completion. He didn't tingle he your didn't, nethers. He didn't. I don't know. It's just something about <laughs> his character. Just wasn't. Maybe it wasn't his fault. Like you guys says, if it was the real Richard Pryor doing that, you know, I, I needed a little more something bite, a little more bite from him. But otherwise, I'm going to give it nine golden shower bricks. All right. Oh. And I'm going to give my opinion. I know we haven't gotten to everyone, but I'm going to give my opinion. Um, 
having never really watched this movie, um, and I'm hard on musicals too. Oh, so that's not the yes. only thing you're hard on. Yes, <laughs> um, I'm hard on I'm hard on musicals, and. So I went in, not with a bias, but with the, oh, God, how cheesy is this going to be? You know, kind of thing to it. But after Michael sang that first song, I was just like, because I was watching, I was sitting sitting in my office watching it. And I was just like, and I was like, wow, you know, I never saw this. You know, all my life, and I never saw this. You know, and after he sang that first song, I was like, in it. You know, I was like, in it, yeah. So, um, it was so much better than what I, uh, you know, because I look at Rotten Tomatoes, and I look at IMDb, and I, I, I look at these sort of mediocre reviews and stuff of, of the movie. But then you have to think of what does something mean to your community, what it means to you, what, you know, what, what it really was, how innovative it was, and stuff. And that... I enjoyed it, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, you know, I had a couple little parts where I was just like, okay. <laughs> you know, they, they had what they had to work with, but I would give it, I would give it an 8.5. Ooh, the Russian judge. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, it was great. I, I, um, I, I'm easing on down towards a nine. But I would have liked a little uh, the ending. I would have liked a little bit. I, I, I didn't miss that, and you were there, and you were there. I actually didn't miss that. I didn't. I didn't. You know. But like, you know, they should have got Red Fox to play the wizard. Mm. <laughs> like, you know. You know. You know. Um, but um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm and I will definitely watch this again. You know, so many of the movies that we do, I'm like. Okay, we did it. We did it for the show, and you know, but I don't see myself really, really watching like watching. But I will watch this movie again, and preferably with someone. So, and last and certainly not least, Mister Derek Anthony. This movie has. Did I, did I skip someone else? He, okay. he just ruined his excitement. No, no. He is going to. He is going to have the yellow brick floor again. Go ahead. Um, this movie has some issues. We have discussed that. It, it's not a perfect movie. Um, taking that into account, I am going to reach into my bag and whip out some shit that I have never whipped out before. Um. <laughs> I am going to go through every show that I have done on Poppy Chulo Radio, and I'm giving it the coveted Golden Sugar Cane Award uh, from Queen Sugar, and I am giving it the Golden Shield from Legion, and um, I'm giving it the Golden Fist from Iron Fist, <laughs> oh my. and I'm giving it the Golden Yellow Brick Road oh from Mia. It's, okay. it's, get, it's got all the awards. Tens plus. But once you've gotten a golden fist, well, hey. Yeah. He might want that <laughs> back for later. <laughs> all right. It's dishwasher safe, so it stays gold. So this, 
This and once and once you shine it up, it should ought to make you blind. Okay. All right. Vanetta feels me. I do. I do. <laughs> so there was there was no there was no Vanetta Berry crumble broken rock cement rock award for this this movie this week. You that, practically gave it. You were the lowest. Eight point five is good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not in Derek's eyes. <laughs> I for my first time seeing it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. He went and, in different eyes. And I wanna see and I'm and I said I'm gonna watch it again. You know, and plus musicals are just not my thing, but I really, really liked it. And I was uh-huh. I, and I kinda went into it with that with a little bit of a not an attitude, but a little bit of you know, fear that it was just not gonna be like the hype that I grew up hearing about it. Yeah, you were and hard on it. I was hard on. I was very hard on. So, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm really jealous about the people who had never seen it before because I have, I haven't had that. Oh, this is my first time watching The Wiz in so long. Yeah. When I see people who watch it for the first time, I'm I'm giddy with anticipation, and then I'm like, I don't. I hope they like it. I hope they like mm-hmm. it. I really like it. Like I said, nice. I want to yeah. experience the way you guys have experienced it of watching it with someone else. You know, it's it, it's it's it was very fun. Um, it was, and, yeah. and I'm I'm glad I went and sat down and had the entire movie experience because my husband had been trying to get me to watch it forever, and it just never quite happened. And again, because I had always seen pieces of it. I mean, I've. I knew that, you know, the Alvin Ailey dances were a part of it, and I saw the brand new day scene, you know, after the witches killed, but I never saw what led up to that. And, you know, just like I said, bits and pieces here. I had seen the Lena Horne performance like a thousand times, but actually being able to experience the whole movie was 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 great. I mean, I, I definitely uh, understand the love of, of this cult classic. Right. Right. That was wonderful. <laughs> I like that. And, no, I'm true. It's very, it's very true. As as a as someone who had never seen it, I think, I think um, once I watch it again, you know, I'll get back to y'all. I'll give y'all an update. You know, mm-hmm. um, but, I'd uh, be interested to know what you guys think of it compared to the NBC. Um, Where's live? Yeah, mm. uh, it's it's apples and oranges for me. I, I, it really is. Yeah, because they're very different. Yeah, they are very different. Yeah. Yeah. Which live was cute. It was cute. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was. Yeah. I got okay, the y'all. stage version when I was pregnant, and my son thoroughly enjoyed it. He he danced the whole time. In your belly. <laughs> In my belly. In, I my, like on it. in my belly. On my bladder. <laughs> and that's a long play. So mm. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. It was so Queen, Queen Latifah was kind of a weak whiz, too. But anyway. Oh. Yeah. All right, <laughs> y'all. I love her. All right, you y'all. and I, T.Y. 
We, we can talk about ladies first, Miss Dana Owens later. But right now, it's time for everyone to report back to their cabins. Your bunk beds are waiting for you. Join us next time for a brand new installment of Summer Camp. Once again, here's one of our campers on our PA system with a few announcements on how you can interact with us via social media. Thank you for the intro. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Poppy Chula Radio Summer Camp and subscribe. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash p-c-r summer camp. Follow us on Tumblr, summer camp dash p-c-r dot Tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Now, back to you, camp counselors. Thank you. My fellow camp counselors, please wish our campers and our listeners a good night. Oh, good night, campers. Good night, wizards, witches, and poppy girls. <laughs> There's no place like home. Oh, yeah, click them heels, girl. Click, click, click. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Good night and lights out.